authentic stories are at the root of human connection. And so being authentic is really important. Welcome to Think Deeply, Speak Simply, brought to you by Presentium, a show about the art and science of communicating ideas and how everyday leaders unlock their careers with great communication. And now here's your host, Jay Rook. Advancing our careers and moving to the next level can be challenging for many professionals. Oftentimes, the business leader may be doing his or her job with excellence, but not get promoted because they have not yet learned how to master the art of storytelling. Most specifically, how to tell their own story in such a way that it inspires others to believe that we are the ideal candidate for the role. We also often see this dynamic in sales or the presentation of new ideas. The product or service might be exactly what the customer needs, but if we don't nail our storytelling, the customer or audience may not follow us. Mastering this craft is important because the human brain is hardwired for storytelling. And because of this, it's a discipline that has been studied and explored by psychologists, neuroscientists, and even linguists. As such, we've seen the creation of many storytelling models and techniques, but with so many different playbooks, it can be hard for us to identify which one really works. In this episode, we are joined by Stan Miller, the founder of StoryKate. Stan talks about what a great story is, what it does, and how it can help us advance our ideas and our careers. He also shares how storytelling can help us be chosen for the promotions, how to craft our story plot, what role our character plays in the story we make, and how to communicate when our stories have changed. And with that, let's welcome Stan Miller. Thank you so much for joining us today. You are so welcome. Thanks, Jay, for having me. We're thrilled to have you. Stan, you've got extensive experience in corporate sales roles, and you're the founder of StoryKate. Tell us what StoryKate does and what inspired you to launch your company. Such a great question. So after a a 25-year career in sales and business development, Jay, I developed a love for mentoring and helping people reach their career goals. And this was my primary objective after spending 25 years in the workforce. The problems, you know, as as I met with people, the problems that I saw most people having or experiencing was most mid-career professionals were feeling underutilized at work. They were unable to communicate their value to their existing employer and potentially a new employer. And a lot of people were feeling complacent. And so many of the people that I was coaching in my day job, if you will, in corporate, were failing in interviews. They were going for jobs or they were just stuck. And so most of them desired upward mobility or new challenges, but yet were feeling unfulfilled at work. And so for many years, Jay, I would simply meet with people, provide encouragement, and what I called in-the-moment coaching. Well, people need coaching, and they relied on me for that coaching. And the results that we would gain from those coaching sessions was great. It was people were being promoted. People gained new opportunities. Sometimes they moved from one position to another. But most importantly, they were gaining higher degrees and levels of confidence in their own abilities. So I began after years and years of just developing this love. I began to ask myself a question. If I love this so much, how can I put more emphasis on developing a sustainable model to educate people? And this is when I found storytelling. So I became obsessed with this art and science of storytelling and a strong desire developed in me to help people recognize their potential so that they could achieve greatness in their career. And the conduit for that would be storytelling. And so said differently, teaching people 
how to answer the question, tell me about you, became my passion. And that is really the grounding for StoryKate and what we do. Fascinating, fascinating. That's so cool. Stan, talk to us about the role of storytelling as a sales and leadership capacity. Oh, we could go forever on this one. Mm-hmm. So being in sales for as many years as I did in business development, this idea of pitching, Jay, and elevator pitch, everything from like when we come out of college to elevator pitching to pitching you know, our product or service, it's always about us. It's never about our client in many cases. And we're always taught, many of us have been taught these methodologies for sales about creating value propositions. And it's really not based in storytelling. Right. And so when we think about story and how story works in sales, we have to understand what story does and how can story help us. And so we know stories, great stories change behavior. So they can change the behavior of our client. Do we want to be able to change or influence the behavior of our client? The answer, Jay, is yes. yes. We in sales want to gain attention. So Can we utilize stories in our sales processes to gain attention? Sure we can, because we know people love stories and they will pay attention to a story. And also people say, you know, uh, buying is an emotional process. In many cases, we know this to be true in sales. This is why um, the lowest cost product or service doesn't always win the day. People are emotionally charged or attached and purchase on emotion depending on the product, but in many cases, it's an emotional process. Well, stories evoke emotion. So this is why storytelling is very important and crucial to sales. And so good stories, I always say, you know, good stories share information. So many salespeople that I run into and coach and train and develop, they're information sharers, they're information gatherers, and they're information sharers. Great storytellers and great stories are shared experiences though. So this is where we talk about the difference between, say, a customer testimonial or a case study and a real story makes a huge difference in your sales process. Does that make sense? 100%. Thank you for that clarification. Yeah. Uh, Stan, on your website, you write, even the most skilled professionals limit their career growth if they fail to communicate with confidence and clarity. For those that are looking to advance their careers, what's the first step to getting better at storytelling? Reflection. Tell us more. You know, when you think about creating self awareness in yourself to understand how you are communicating, most of us do not practice storytelling and we don't actually analyze what we are saying about ourselves. And so it all starts with reflecting on what am I communicating? What am I trying to communicate to my audience? And how do I reflect and practice? Now, there's a paradigm shift in, in stories specifically in career storytelling, where we at StoryKate believe that the protagonist or main character in your career story is not you. It is those companies, people, customers you have served is fills the role of the protagonist or main character in those stories. And that in itself is a paradigm shift because we've been taught throughout our career that great stories or How we communicate our value is about our education skills, accolades, and awards. So it's all about us. It's actually in in great, in the best stories in your career, it's never about you. It's about your audience and who you've helped, who you've served, the problems you've solved, the desires of those folks. Now you enter the story as a, we call it a pathfinder in our model. 
helping them create a pathway to success, leading to an ultimate payoff. But that payoff is, is designed in service of our protagonist in our story. And so question that, so you were just doing a great job describing how those that are better at storytelling are, are weaving in more experiential storytelling and the protagonist element as it relates to helping to increase sales and getting attention. What's sort of the counter, or not counter, but the, the other side of that as far as why storytelling is so connected to career advancement? So I'll ask you this, and I will answer that question, but I am curious to your thoughts, Jay, on this. What is the most impactful moment in your career? Like if you could describe not your personal career, but when you think about careers in general, what are the most impactful moments in your career? You know, I bet you I'm going to throw out something around where one has made a mistake and has learned a lot from it. Another one mm -hmm. that I'll throw out would mm -hmm. be when we finally get to a point in our career where we understand our value in such a way where we can weave all those different parts together into mastery versus still in the training grounds. And then lastly, mm -hmm. I guess I would throw out the time when we start crossing over to the ability to lead and inspire others with our work. All of those are great. And the gateway to the last one that you just mentioned is promotion. Right. And so while you've adequately described scenarios that we seek and desire, but many of these scenarios have a gateway and it's through promotion. And we call that gateway, the interview process. Love now it. in the interview process as a gateway, if you look at that as a gateway story is the very thing that allows you to pass the test. And I always say, you must pass the test to be blessed in the interview process. And the test is answering the question, tell me about you. Because when you're interviewing, Jay, when people are interviewing, they generally don't believe in their mindset that they've already been selected. And we do. Why? Because if you're sitting in front of someone and they're interviewing you, they have already selected you based on a preset criteria that they've already, it's called your resume. And so you've already won. When you come to the interview unprepared and you're not prepared to tell your story and share your experiences, you effectively change their mind. What they once believed about you as a qualified candidate changes to you are no longer qualified. Or the reverse of that happens, which you actually tell them great stories that articulate your experience, skill sets, your attitudes, behaviors, and skills all combine together in your stories and you win the interview. So this is why story is so important. The highest financial, you know, rated moments in your career, you know, where the stakes really matter in your career, where you're going to gain money, gain authority, where you're going to reach promotion, all pass through this gateway of the interview. And the question that drives the interview is tell me about you. And this is your opportunity to tell your story. So it's, it's super critical to understand storytelling. And to that point, when we do get that opportunity to finally tell our own story, uh, where do we often get stuck in telling our own stories? So we, we get stuck thinking that, all of, that we are the main character in all of our stories. So we learn methodologies like the star method. These methods exist. And, and you, know, you have to comply with these methods because this is what employers are seeking. But the vehicle that you use to deliver your information, if you're not using story, you will lose their attention, right? And so the goal, if you want to know what the goal is in the interview, it is creating the most amount of value in the shortest period of time. And you can do that through story, but when your story runs on and on and on, you actually lose value in real time, Jay. 
And so this is the problem that exists. And we're not training people generally to interview. We're you know, giving them some interview questions. We're saying, this is what you're possibly going to be asked. You're going to be asked about your strengths. You're going to be asked about your weaknesses. And what we do at StoryKate is we really focus on helping people understand their experiences and communicating those experiences that can answer those questions that exist through experiences. Thank you. Before we move on, let's hear from our amazing sponsor, Presentium. Do you spend way too much time creating presentations at work? Do you hate the hassle of creating polished presentations for work? If so, I've got an opportunity for you to reclaim your time, reduce your stress, and make your ideas shine. Think Deeply, Speak Simply is brought to you by Presentium. Presentium makes overnight presentations for enterprise customers at a fraction of the cost of design firms and agencies. They have made over 1 million slides and are trusted by thousands of enterprise customers. It is super easy to use. Just email Presentium a rough draft of your slides by 5.30 p.m. and you'll receive a beautifully crafted presentation in your inbox by 9.30 the next morning. Put Zen in your presentations, reclaim your time, and let your ideas shine. To learn more, visit Presentium.com. That's P-R-E-Z-E-N-T-I-U-M.com. And now back to the show. So what about the hero's journey model? Uh, it makes it naturally inspirational. And how do we leverage the hero's journey in business communication? So, you know, when you think about the hero's journey, I like to think about the transformation of over time of what actually happens in storytelling. And so most of us only want to share peak stories. These are stories where Typically, we are the hero of the story. We saved the company money. We saved someone from some huge disaster, and it was successful, and and I've got some award or got promoted at the end of the story. Now, when you understand the hero's journey, there are valleys inside of these stories. And people in, in corporate spaces generally run from the valleys and towards the peaks. And I think, and what we've discovered if you just focus on not sharing only your highlight reel and present some of your valley moments and how you've overcome the obstacles that you faced, people feel like this is a real person, right? So like when you show up and you're communicating your value to other people, they don't want to hear about every award, accolade, and experience you've had that's been a peak moment. They want to hear about how you've overcome some things in your life. And I think that's what that's actually what connects us to each other. Great answer. What's the best way for us to communicate when our stories have changed? Uh, for example, perhaps we were wrong about something that we had communicated or the brand is evolving or perhaps the initial circumstances that were there when we first spoke are no longer the case, et cetera. Own it. Own it, right? Everyone loves a good comeback story. We know this. Own that mistake. Own that issue, error own that thing. And authentic stories are at the root of human connection. And so being authentic is really important. People say it in corporate spaces all the time, and especially in mid-career professionals where you're not quite sure what to say, Jay. You know, you, you don't know if this area is something I shouldn't go down this road or I should go down this road. The best way to do it is if you're in a storytelling model, what you're going to do is capture that attention. And that's what you want. You want to stand out in the crowd. If everyone's saying, I've got an accolade, an award, an achievement to, to broadcast to you, then you're going to sound like everyone else. And so own that. 
I would say, you know, make sure you're owning those issues and errors that have happened and those valley moments and create a comeback story. Love that. Uh, can you talk to us about how the most important story is the one we are telling ourselves and mm-hmm. how we can get better at internal storytelling? Conducting an audit on your own stories. So we teach a framework, a pattern of storytelling. We know that storytelling are, are communicated in frameworks and patterns. The one we um, have created is called the four piece of storytelling. And it is every story has a protagonist who meets a pathfinder, creating a pathway, ultimately ending in a payoff. And so when you use and you write your stories into this pattern and you start documenting these moments, you can create this auditing process for yourself and your own stories and audit them in real time. What most of us don't think about, most of us are off the cuff. Mm -hmm. We just, first of all, you think about, I keep bringing up interviewing just because it's such a good example. And we we interview once every five to seven years. So think about this. I am doing this task once every five to seven years. I don't practice. It's like if I were like in peewee football and I played one game and I did really well, and now I got to go play this in the Super Bowl the next week. <laughs> like I've been practicing in peewee, but now I've got to go play in the Super Bowl and I haven't taken a snap in a couple of years even. I've never taken an NFL snap. And so you're just not practiced. And so auditing what you say about yourself and following this framework and pattern will inherently improve your ability to communicate your value, which is your stories. Thank you. Uh, This is a question we ask of all of our guests on the show. Do you think Mm -hmm. great business communication is more of an art or science and why? That's a super tricky question, Jay, because, because honestly, it's both. But I will say you cannot reach art without understanding the science. So- If you understand the foundational science around storytelling patterns, frameworks of communication that are stories, I liken it to learning uh, cursive. So, you know, we're learning to write in cursive and everyone knows if everyone can learn to write in cursive, great, that's science. But when you get to the art of story, now now you're dabbling in calligraphy. Not everyone can do calligraphy. You've got a lot of people that can do cursive, but to move to calligraphy, that's more artistic. And so story is the same. You can learn the science, but the art comes from practice. So it is both. But I think, you know, if we, if we put a hierarchy together, we'd say you need to learn the, the science to sort of pass the test to get to the art. Thank you. And what business advice would you have for aspiring business leaders who want to improve their communication? So there is probably a mid-level professional um, that's listening to this podcast, Jay, right now that I believe need to find find the answers to these three questions. Who do I help? How? And what others gain from my help? Who do I help? How? And what others gain from my help? And then learn to share that in story. Perfect. Stan, uh, how can our listeners connect with you further and consume your content and follow you online? So, of course, I'm on LinkedIn, social platforms, Instagram and Facebook at Career Storyteller is my uh, social handle. And then StoryKate.com. People can go to StoryKate.com and schedule a free 30-minute session with me where we can talk about stories and their specific situation. And uh, I'd love to just interact and meet with as many people as I can about story. 
Thank you. And Stan, on behalf of all of our listeners and myself, I just want to say thank you so much for your time today and for your great answers to the uh, questions. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Jay. Appreciate you. Thanks. Although they may seem like simple narratives at first glance, stories are actually rich with meaning. They help us understand ourselves, explore new ideas, and make meaning out of what might otherwise appear as chaos. If we can use stories to create the most amount of value in the shortest amount of time, then we can leave a lasting impression on others and inspire them to action. Stan defines great stories as shared experiences, events that can resonate with other people. To do that, the first step should be self-reflection. We need to ask ourselves what we are really trying to communicate, and only then can we proceed with crafting our story with clarity. The elements of a story include the characters, the plot, and an overall theme. Therefore, when creating a story, Stan emphasizes the importance of knowing our role in that story. We are not the protagonist. We are the pathfinders. The protagonists are the people that we have helped, and as pathfinders, we lead them to the ultimate payoff. Next, our plot should not only consist purely of achievements and peak moments. People want to hear the struggles and how we overcome them, because we all love a good comeback story. And lastly, our theme should be apparent by all throughout. Who do we want to help? How are we helping them? And what can others gain from our help? Thank you for listening to another episode of Think Deeply, Speak Simply. To learn more about the art and science of communicating ideas, visit our thought leadership library at presentium.com.